0: Hey, it's Brandy Carlisle. Thank you for being a member of WEXT Radio.
1: Oh, Shenandoah, I long to hear you. Far away, you rolling river. Oh, Shenandoah. Oh mm-hmm.
2: John Kirk on WEXT Radio. I'm Chris Wink, and I've got a friend here with me by the name of Wada Fisher.
0: Hi, Chris. Hi there. How, How are, are you? you?
2: Good, good. How are you doing? This
0: is great. Uh, this is wonderful to visit you here in your studios.
2: Yeah, I love having you come by. It's been too long. It has. So I'm glad you came back. John Kirk.
0: That's a song that I could play every week if, if I wouldn't bore the listeners. I love the way he does that song. And he is just such an amazing uh, vocalist, human being, just can take any song and turn it into a gem. I will tell you a little story about John Kirk. You know, I always go to the Old Songs Festival, although I did miss this year because I had COVID. So it's the first time I've ever missed since it began. My daughter was about 12 years old when she heard John sing from the stage And she turned to me and said, that's who I want to sing at my wedding. At 12? At 12. Yeah. I started taking my kids to folk music stuff when they were babies and everything. So I said, okay, I'll take note of that. And so when she called to let me know that she became engaged, she said, call John Kirk. (laughs) And John indeed did sing at her wedding. Uh, And he took three songs that were... He'd never really heard before until she sent them to him and turned them into masterpieces because Uh, that's what he does.
2: That's what he does. And what you do, Wanda, for 40 years on WAMC has been connecting listeners with amazing musicians and their art. And that's we want to say thank you. That's I just want to say thank you for doing that.
0: Well, thank you, Chris, because uh, I think that what what you do over here really complements what I do, and I appreciate everything that you do too. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of interesting to think back when I started doing the show. My son was uh, two years old. In fact, the show that we're having at the Linda is on his birthday. Oh, nice. The actual anniversary of my show is September 18th, but we're having the show on uh, October 8th, and that's my son's birthday.
2: On October 8th, seeing as you brought it up, let's let's talk. What's going down? You're going to be doing your show live Live on the air at the Linda. At
0: the Linda. And we're asking people to get there at 730 so that everybody can be seated and so that we can start the live show right on time at 8 o'clock. And we're having John Kirk, Christine Lavin, Ann Hills, and Sawyer Fredericks. And Reggie Harris. It's a great lineup. All of these people are friends of mine and they are just incredible uh, entertainers. and we will have some messages from other folk musicians who cannot make it that night, who have pr- uh, prior engagements and they will uh, they will or have sent me videos that we will play for the audience and will those messages will also go out over the air.
2: So this is October 8th, and folks can go to the org for tickets and correct, information.
0: Correct, yeah. And uh, the tickets are uh, reasonably priced, I believe, and I hope that I get to meet a lot of people that night.
2: Yeah. Wanda, how did you first start getting into folk music? Uh,
0: I started at a very early age. My father is from the south, southwestern Virginia, the tip of southwestern Virginia, and Uh, He went to school with three members of the legendary Carter family, June, Jeanette, and Joe. June Carter, who was married to Johnny Cash. These people came to our family reunions. I didn't know they were
1: famous.
0: (laughs) They used to just come, and they would sit around, and they would play the guitar, and they would sing, and this kind of thing. And we would sing along all the old folk songs, you know, Bury Me Beneath the Willow, all these A.P. Carter songs, and... Then when I was 14 years old, I saw them on television and I don't know if it was the Hoot Nanny show or maybe it was with Pete Seeger, I'm not sure. And I was like, "Wait a minute. They come to our family reunions." And my father said, "Well, of course they do. They just live up right up the the hill from where I grew up." And then I started hearing stories about how my father and Joe Carter almost blew up Hilton's High School and how they were, you know, these uh, rambunctious good old boys and did terrible pranks around the the town. I mean, there's not a whole lot to do down there. Pretty much as soon as I was born, they were listening to that kind of folk music. Old traditional type things, Carter family tunes, Hank Williams, that sort of thing. Pretty much from the very beginning. My mother was from Boston. When my father got out of the Navy, they went. They were down there in Hilton's and there were no jobs. So my mother told him that they needed to move back to Boston where there were jobs. They did. So I was raised in Boston, but every summer I went down there for a couple of weeks and I got to see the Carter family and many other people play that kind of music.
2: Speaking with Wanda Fisher, who's celebrating 40 years, hard to believe it's 40 years, Wanda, but any 40 years at WAMC doing your radio show. But it wasn't just a no-brainer that all of a sudden you came to the area and you were on the radio, right? You had to push a little bit?
0: I did. I had four years. I started doing radio in Worcester, Massachusetts, when my husband was in medical school, and I had never done radio before. I volunteered to do their program guide. One of their folk DJs decided that he was going to move to California, and they said to me, Oh, you know folk music. You're our new folk DJ. And I was like, um... (laughs) I know the music but I don't know how to be a folk DJ. And back then, you had to take a third class license test. That involved math. That's not oh. my strong suit. <laughs> so I had to study for this third class license test. I had to take a day off from work and I had to go into the customs house in Boston to take this test. I got an 82. Probably I flubbed all the math things, I don't know. So then I got my third class license and they trained me how to use a board. I started doing a folk music show back then when we did not have CDs. That was in 1975. So I did radio there for four years. And I came out here and I tried to get on the air. And I did a couple of fill-in shows for the late Jackie Alper at WRPI. Mm -hmm. And Jackie had a car accident. And I filled in for her for a couple of months then. And then I went to WAMC. I actually contacted WMHT, and they said, no, we're all classical. And I went to WAMC, and I volunteered to do their program guide. Then one day I got a call, and they said to me, do you have any tapes of your old show? I said, yeah, I've got some tapes. And when I say tapes, I mean those big reels. (laughs) Yeah. So I gave them to them they gave me a little bit of a critique and they said, how would you like to do a show on Saturday night after Prairie Home Companion? And I said, what a great lead in. At that time, I was working during the week. I had little kids and I had to figure out a way to get babysitters and that sort of thing. But With a great lead-in from Prairie Home Companion, that's where he started. WAMC had one station at the time. And I met Garrison Keillor one time, and I told him that he was my opening act. And he thought that was absolutely hysterical. And he said, well, I'm glad to do it. I'm glad to do it. That's how it all began.
2: Speaking with Wanda Fisher, celebrating her 40th anniversary on the air at WAMC. There's going to be a show October 8th. We want to remind folks to get on over to the lynda.org to look at the information, get tickets, and appear there to, to watch a radio show happen live and in person on that stage. Uh, let's hear some more music. Ann Hills. I'm Ann listening. Hills
0: would be great. She's one of the most requested artists on my show.
3: illinois central monday I'll be gone 500 miles
2: Speaking with Wanda Fisher, we're here on WEXT Radio, and Wanda celebrating her 40th anniversary on WAMC. Wanda, you're also a musician.
1: I
0: am. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a singer than a guitar player, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: But you did you did perform at out at the coffee house circuit.
0: I did in Boston mm-hmm. when I was uh, a lot younger, and I did some of the coffee houses in Boston. In fact, I met my husband at a coffee house at Boston College. And I played there a few times. I played at a couple of the other places. I never made the big time like Club 47 or anything like that. But I did play around the Boston area at some of the smaller church type coffee houses then. And a couple, well, it's not, not a couple of years ago now, but about maybe 15, 16 years ago, I made a CD of my own. That was a learning experience. I bet. Uh, I, went, I went, worked with uh, Scott Petito down in uh, in Woodstock area. After the first day, I threw everything out that I had made the first day because it was a disaster. After that, I had some inkling of what needed to be done. I had Chris Shaw with me. He gave me some pointers and just kind of threw the, all that money out the window. What I did was it's called singing along with the radio. I had people with me whom I had always wanted to sing with. And that was the, the crux of the, the CD. So,
2: so these are people who came to, on your show and you always wanted to sing with them? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, or whose music I've always played. Mm-hmm. And so I had Kim and Reggie Harris. I had Bob Frankie, people that I always wanted to sing with. And they came and donated their time to me to John Cribbs, you know John John Cribbs. Mm-hmm. He did a beautiful arrangement of this really kind of funny song, I love that dog. We had a really good time with it and it was fairly successful for somebody who's not a touring musician. We had a good time. I learned so much and I when I finished it, I said I am never ever going to ask a musician so when are you going to make your next CD <laughs> when are you going back in the studio I mean you know those those five or six songs that you that you've done and you uh, I, the new ones I, I I want to be able to play them again I never after doing that yeah. ever asked somebody that again
2: because you knew that you knew the struggle
0: I knew the struggle I knew the procedure I yeah. knew what had to be done and it was a learning experience. <laughs>
2: Wanda, tell me about what kinds of questions do you like to ask?
0: Well, most of the time I ask them what makes them comfortable when they're writing a song. Where do they get their ideas? A number of people get their ideas from current events. Uh, I know that Tom Paxson, for example, used to have a guitar case filled with newspaper clippings. Hmm. And he would write from those uh, newspaper clippings from ideas. I think that most people write about what they know. That means their experiences, whether traveling along the road or uh, meeting certain types of people. One of the most incredible songs over the last maybe 10 years that has come out is uh, uh, Zoe Mulford, who wrote a song about the president sang Amazing Grace. Mm. I heard her do that right after she wrote it at the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance. We were all getting ready to leave, and there was like a little pavilion in the middle of the hotel. And she said to four or five of us, I want to try this song out. Let me know what you think. And we all were in tears and said, you don't need to do anything to that song. It's just a showstopper. So I do ask people where they get their song ideas do they have a favorite topic to to write about or is it just the whole world, you know, your whole world? I try to find out if they have a specific source. I mean, do they have a favorite author that influences them? Not necessarily another favorite musician mm-hmm. because that's kind of a passe type of a, you know, who are your influences when you first started doing music. But I like to know what they're reading and— see if i can pull some phrases about their reading out of their songs
2: speaking with wanda fisher who's celebrating her 40th anniversary on the radio you might hear her saturday nights on wamc we all do i'm sure everybody listening does so have there have there been some things that have become like revelations when you're talking with artists that just sort of surprised you
0: Well, the most recent one that I can remember is I had Sawyer Fredericks on on my show and I listened to his lyrics and his lyrics are are quite amazing. Uh, I asked him, what authors did he read? And he said he didn't do any reading at all. And that really surprised me because he's so young. I would have thought that he was reading certain poets or certain authors that were influencing the way that he was putting language together. And I was quite surprised at that. It's, so that's probably the most, most recent surprise I've had.
2: And of all the folks that you've had a chance to have in the studio and talk with, is there, is there somebody that, that uh, not necessarily your favorite, but somebody that you just had the best time with?
0: Well, I always like having some of the local people in because, mm. you know, Dan Berggren, Bob Warren, Michael Jerling, Christopher Shaw, and Bridget Ball. I always liked having Tony Markellis in. Uh, mm. Tony was somebody that – speaking of somebody who read a lot, yeah. Tony was well-read. Tony was a, a proofreader. Tony was a grammar king. If you made uh, mistakes on your Facebook or Twitter feed – Tony would, Tony would call you out and say, "You know, the comma does not belong there." Yeah. I really loved having Tony, and um, I I miss him.
2: Yeah, one of my favorites that you play is is Christine Lavin. We're gonna hear a song from Christine right now.
4: Some people eat grapefruit for breakfast. Some people eat oatmeal. There are those who are sure granola is a very good deal But not me, I don't go for that stuff When it comes to nourishment I get more than enough Nothing satisfies my taste like Sitting down to a great big plate of Cold pizza for breakfast Warm Coke to wash it down <sighs> Maybe a couple of pepperonis. Make this meal well-rounded Gimme cold pizza for breakfast And a pinch of cold spaghetti will do Oh, there's nothing in the world that I like better than eating cold pizza with you. My man takes me out in the evening. He treats me so nice. We go to the movies. We go dancing. We go for more than a slice. Yes, we order a pie. Eat what we can. We take the rest home. That's part of the plan. And in the morning when sunrise. He sees that crazy look in my eyes. I want cold pizza for breakfast. Warm Coke to wash it down. (sighs) Maybe a couple of onion rings. Make this world go round. Give me cold pizza for breakfast. And a pinch cold spaghetti will do. Oh, there's nothing in the world that I like better than eating cold pizza with you. I know that Oprah would never approve. But Oprah Winfrey has a private cook. She doesn't cook. She doesn't buy groceries because she's so busy. Starring her in a fabulous TV show and reading fancy books. And memoirs. Oprah got, got skinny. skinny. Well, thank God not too skinny. But now Oprah only eats sensible food No junk in the trunk But wouldn't you just love it If she called her local pizza parlor said, Boys, this is Oprah Guess what I'm in the mood for? Cold pizza for breakfast Warm coke to wash it down (sighs) Maybe a couple of carrot curls Make this girl well-rounded Give me cold pizza for breakfast and a pinch-cold spaghetti will do. Oh, there's nothing in the world that I like better than eating cold pizza with you. Nothing in the world that I like better than eating cold pizza, Uh oh, oh. Nothing in the world that I like better than eating cold pizza with you.
2: Christine Lavin on WEXT. I'm uh, sitting here with Wanda Fisher. I'm so lucky to have you here, Wanda. Thanks for stopping by.
0: I'm fortunate to be here with you, Chris. This is great. This is, this is so much fun to be here with you because, you know, speaking of friends, we've been friends, too. Yes, we have. And I think that uh, what you do is very important work, and I I enjoy listening to your show.
2: Well, I appreciate that, Wanda. You you have to understand that, that you are an inspiration to myself and to a lot of people in this community, and we all want to say thank you for doing what you do You're always there. You're literally always there. There, I think I, I read somewhere that maybe you did one or two shows taped because you had to
0: yeah, I do have to pre-record during the Tanglewood season um because we're only on the h d two stream. I do re- pre-record during July and August, but mm-hmm. I'm just itching to get back next week live. I like to be there because I like to do uh, have interactions with the with the audience. I like it when they call and ask me questions about the music or make a request. And I do recognize many voices who call, but it's nice to get somebody new call and say, Oh, I heard this I heard this song a couple of weeks ago and I can't remember the name of it, but here's a line from it and we play name that tune.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's fun, isn't it? It is yeah. fun. It is fun. So that sounds like if I were to ask you the question, what is the most fun thing you do each week? Is is it is it interacting with the folks?
0: I think so. I think interacting with the folks and the way that I have to be I have to think of ways to fit the music together. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody makes a request and I hadn't planned on playing that song that week, frequently I have to set aside something that I had planned to play because that will give me an idea for something else. And I go running down the hallway and pick out three or four different things that might be more appropriate to play with that request. I have to figure out a way to fit things in, and that keeps my brain going. It's, you know, some people do crossword puzzles in Wordle. I do, how does that request fit in with something else that I might have? Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge, too. And that's part of the favorite thing. I was talking to a bunch of folk DJs the other day. We do a Zoom thing. This is people all across the country. We've been doing a Zoom thing since, you know, before the pandemic started, actually, right around the time it started. These are people who are, you know, a couple of them are in Canada, and we're talking about being, you know, we're not really great musicians. And I said, you know what? The radio is our instrument. We play the radio because we don't just kind of, you know, shuffle the deck and throw songs on. We think about what goes together and how it, how each song influences the next song that we play. So that's, that's my philosophy. The radio is our instrument and that's how I do it. So there might not necessarily be a theme like, all songs about going down the road, let's put it that way. If it's melodically related or if it's, if it's somebody who used to be in a particular group and I play something that's requested and then I play something from the group they used to be in, then that makes sense to me. It has to make sense in my brain or it doesn't make sense at all.
2: Wanda, I love the I love the vision that you put in my head about about uh, you running down the hall to get the the CDs and stuff, because uh, you know everybody thinks about how well, I mean we for instance we play a lot of our things off of computer here because it's just a little bit easier for us to have them all stored there, but you actually have like this library that you go through and and you probably know where all these special moments on recordings are like in that in that vast library and I'm I'm envisioning it with this big huge wall just that you get to go in there and, and just say this would be right
0: yeah well it, it most of the time I do know where it is we have some across the hall from me and then we have some down the hall from me And the vinyl is upstairs. Mm. So if somebody wants to hear something that's on vinyl, they have to let me know in advance or I have to tell them I'll play it next week because it's upstairs. And the days of me being able to run up a flight of stairs between songs are (laughs) over. I can run down the hallway and get a CD, but not run down the hall, up a flight of stairs, down a flight of stairs, and be back on before the next song is over Those days are over.
2: (laughs) I'm thinking I'd have a hard time running down the hall. So, yeah, I got it. I got it. Wanda Fisher, 40 years on WAMC. Thank you for all that you have done for us here in the community and all the music that you continue to play for us because it's just starting. 40 years. You keep going, right?
0: 40 years I'm going to keep going until I cannot anymore. But I still – I play tennis, so you got to keep in shape to play tennis, Yes, you do. That's just like – Going for a ball at the net if I have to run down the hallway.
2: That's right. That's right. So, Wanda, I figured we'd we'd end on one of the songs from, from your record because I, I just find this record remarkable. Do you have a choice of a song that you'd like us to play?
0: Um. Well, why don't you play Two of a Kind? I think that would be a nice, upbeat way to end. And it is about radio.
2: It's about radio. Wanda, 40 years, congratulations. Everybody, October 8th, thelinda.org. Get your tickets and get on out there and see a cool radio show happen right in front of your very eyes.
3: Being on the road without a friend Can make you feel life's loneliness In a voice that rides the wind Dreamin' across the airwaves in a simple country song One that you don't hear until the moon is full and bright Well, it was Texas once again The one about the good old boy who's caught remembering Images of childhood and the places that he's been Lost inside his quest Wondering where it all will end Another midnight on the highway Houston in the distance Seems I'm always leaving love behind Singing along with someone Whose soul is on the radio Sounds like me and the good old boy Are two of a kind cheap hotel gets you in touch with an emptiness that pickers know too well comes on strong when you drop your boots and sit up on the bed trying to keep your thoughts from dancing all around your head so you fumble with the dial till you find that melody singing soft and sweet there you are again with him somewhere down the line feeling a little better when you hear his guitar Sounds like me and the good old boy are two of a kind.
0: It's Brandy Carlisle. Thank you for being a member of
3: WEXT Radio.